0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, February the 1st, 2023. I am Joe Sarvati affectionately known as Coach. And I'm here today to go over a very, very solid NBA DFS main slate. It's eight games tonight. I'm also going to uh, give away some tickets to some NBA action also. So I'm hoping we grab a bunch of people in here. And we can get some winners together. Uh, We had a really strong night. Again, last night had some guys just blow it up, which is always awesome. Uh, Winners on all sites, which are always also very good. And uh, just uh, great stuff for our members. Really appreciate uh, all of them. Um, I will say, you know, I know a lot of you were expecting um, our man Crash on here with us. But he was not feeling up to par. So hopefully he feels better. Uh, I know he's been super busy and uh, he's got a youth group this evening. We want to get him healthy for that. So hopefully he's getting some rest, feeling a little bit better. And uh, I know he'll be back, uh, I'm sure, tomorrow. So uh, great stuff. And then Friday, Deb's back into the mix. And uh, we got you covered here. So uh, for those members that are on right now, want to say hello. Thank you for being part of the Coach Talk family. Thank you for, uh, you know, just sticking with us. Uh, We'd love having you there long term. And again, our win percentage over the last six years is in the 60, mid 60 percentiles. And that's uh, for the sports that we provide. Uh, specifically, we really feature NBA. Uh, NFL, and Major League Baseball, and the PGA. Those are our four main um, um, definite sports. We also do some MMA and some NASCAR as well. I want to say hello to the first few people in here in chat and uh, just uh, allow everybody else to wander in here. Um, It looks like Niles Simmons is the first one in today. So hello, Niles. Great that you're uh, in here with us. Thank you for jumping in early. David Dulac, of course, my man, Double D. Great to see you. Got to see a, a picture David sent of him out on the court coaching the youngster. He's got the, a son out there playing. So best of luck, David. Keep coaching him up, and uh, maybe we'll see uh, him in the NBA sometime, man. Why not? Um, let's see here. Uh, update app. David's all set. He's good to go. I know we're going to hope uh, that uh, Crash feels better uh, right away. Uh, Absolute Power. How are you, my friend? Great to see you in here with us. Um, Pain Blank SM, also known as Dead Presidents, one of our goats that's always in here. Uh, Thanks for the positive words there, David. We really do appreciate you. All right, Uh, hopefully we get some more people uh, filtering in here. If you're watching live on Twitter, uh, please like and retweet, get that out there so we can get some more people jumping in here uh, to listen to our eight game uh, breakdown tonight. Um, Also, um, if you haven't uh, been a member here yet, you wanna try us out. We had a a few new people jump in there uh, today We've got a great deal going to to test this out. Three bucks for three days. How's that? Real simple. You just jump in, go to dfscoachtalk.com, and you can sign up for uh, a three-day pass for three bucks and see how it goes. And hopefully you'll uh, have some big winners with us. We've been doing fantastic. Uh, Crash and Deb and Steven, our whole team, uh, really proud of the whole, uh, whole group of them. Um, All right, what else did we want to cover? Today we'll be going over a couple of things. Other than giving away those tickets, we're gonna talk about ownership as we always do. We're gonna break down all eight games, uh, game for game. We'll also uh, have an opportunity here to uh, really look at it and uh, take a look at the injuries, how it's gonna affect some of these lineups, how it banks up against ownership, Look at defensive efficiency, pace, uh, some of the key factors that uh, I look at when I'm building uh, my lineups every day, and uh, definitely want to share some of those with you. Doug L. Also, we know him as Doug W. because of all the wins. Great to have you in there with us. Todd lives for Wednesdays. Back with us today. Uh, great to see you, my friend. Um, I I hope you're feeling well. I think you had some health things that uh, we needed to get you uh, feeling good and going. So great to have you in here with us and uh, best wishes to you and your family. Uh, Hump Day is definitely NBA slate vibes, positive day. We love it. King of all trades. Appreciate that for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, Great, Todd. Great to hear that you're doing much better. All right. We're going to get after this. I do have to say one thing, though, because it's, I'm still so happy about it. And I, I know it sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. But if you look, watch the podcast uh, last Friday uh, with Deb and I, I predicted that the Eagles were going to win that game by 24 points. And I was real indignant about it. And they won by 24. So I just had to mention it because I know Crash is going to be checking this out, and it's going to make him so mad because he thinks I got lucky. But I get it. The quarterback got hurt, all that stuff. But the bottom line is, I said Philadelphia, who was like a two-point favorite to win by 24, and they did. So, all right, I won't talk about it, won't brag about it anymore, but it's just unusual to pick something right square on the nuts like that. But I'll take it, man. No doubt about it. All right, Um I love the slate tonight. Uh, We have nobody on the second night of a back-to-back. We have two teams on the first night of a back-to-back, and I think that will affect things on those two games uh, because – and I'll just point those out right now. We've got Memphis, who's going to be playing a bit. They're on a first night of a back-to-back. Then they have to travel to Cleveland and play the the Cavaliers, and that's right now two of the top teams uh, battling. And, you know, I think that you're going to see – maybe a few minutes uh, restricted back on a couple of the Grizz guys. So we'll talk about that when we get to the game. And then, of course, we never know what the hell Steve Kerr is going to do, if he's going to bench everybody, play everybody. Who the heck knows? We. Uh, but they're on the first night of a back-to-back in Minnesota, and then they have to go to Denver. So it's rough playing back-to-back nights on the road um, and and – you know, being in the elevation. So there's no question he's going to bench a bunch of these guys. I'm thinking it's maybe tonight or it could be tomorrow night. So if you're building anything around this Golden State-Minnesota game, we have to have the news on that game. So, be you know, be cognizant of that. Know that that's something we're going to be watching here at Coach Talk throughout, and it's something you have to keep an eye on because that whole game is going to shift. So that is Golden State at Minnesota and then Golden State's at Denver tomorrow night. So we'll talk about that when we break that game down as well. If there are any questions throughout, please throw them right here in chat and we will answer those questions for sure um, and uh, we'll get those out there. I think there's some good value. There's some good plays here and uh, really excited to see that. Kalani Coates, man, wow, how long has it been? I don't remember seeing you for a year or something like that, I can't believe it. So great to have you in here with us. We wanna build a family, keep growing it, get everybody in here. Remember, you have to make some comments or ask some questions so that when I hit the randomizer to give away the four tickets, uh, you're in here and the randomizer chooses out of chat. So it's not if you're just watching, you have to make a comment or say, hey, I'm here. Uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, I won a million bucks on that Eagles by 24 play. <laughs> whatever it is, you can throw it out there. Uh, Surugi W, there you go. There's the W that Doug L needs to borrow. Surugi W is here. What's up, my friend? Great to have you in here with us. Um, and now, yeah, Todd lives for uh, for Wednesdays for basketball. I'll make it official. And then Todd lives for uh, baseball every day when that's coming up. Look at this BOC, BFC, not BOC, BFC, boy from Cali is in the building. The number one guy on the rankings of the Coach Talk Pros. We know this boy from Cali and Deluxe neck and neck for uh, awesomeness uh, without question. But uh, I, I, uh, I joke, uh, Josh and Steven are up there as well. Um, Bev, how are you? Great to see you uh, in here with us. Also, let's keep getting some more folks in here. Let's give some tickets away and get some winners. I'm gonna give uh, two things away right off the bat. Uh, we had uh, in our members chat, I mentioned that anybody that uh, likes and retweets our posts on Twitter is gonna be eligible for a drawing. And that it winner is Lanny, my best bud, Lanny Job. Lanny Job, you've won a free ticket to tonight. Uh, make sure to, uh, I, I pretty much know it, but that's okay, Lanny. You can jump on Twitter, at DFS Coach Talk, and shoot me your PayPal email, and we'll get you that ticket for tonight. So congratulations. And members, if you remember, we're going to give away flash giveaway of tickets For anybody that likes and retweets, just go to at DFS Coach Talk, or you can find me at Joe Sarbati. All right, first ticket. Uh, King Moses, what's up, man? Great, uh, Great to have you in here with us also. All right, the first ticket today goes to the one and only David Dulac. How is that possible? My man David Dulac grabs the first ticket? And we changed the rules a while back. You can win more than one ticket. Maybe David's just going to sweep the board, take all four of those tickets. But congratulations, David. You haven't won in a while, so that's fantastic to see. Uh, yes, I love Lanny. Thank you, Doug, for giving him a shout out. He's always busy in our uh, all of our stuff. So we love, we love Lanny at Coach Talk. He was, by the way, one of our first two members uh, three years ago to join Coach Talk. He and Jason Peters were the first two uh, that joined on the same day. So uh, we love Lanny, and uh, look at that. He's in there, active, retweeting. Uh, got to love it. All right, good grouping here. So I, I've delayed long enough. Now we got to get after it. I did start earlier. There's just no way. I, I don't have the chops like uh, like uh, Mr. Crash does at, to do it right under the gun live before lock like that. I like it because you get a lot of information. And you know all that stuff at the last minute, but it's just I like to take my time. You guys know I'm a, a, a chatter, and I like to go through everything pretty in depth. I also, oops, I also like to uh, answer any questions and take care of all of that stuff as we go. Um, all right, uh, one more thing I wanted to mention, and I'm trying to remember what it is now, and it escapes me. But uh, let's dive in, and we'll go to game one. Oh, I know what I was going to say. The the one game was canceled, wiped off the board. It was a nine-game slate initially, but my kids tell me in Dallas there, they've shut the city down, and uh, ice, snow, that kind of stuff, and there's no planes in or out, so uh, teams couldn't get out. So that game got scratched, and we have an eight-game main slate on all three, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo!, And if you're new to Coach Talk, we do provide a core build for DraftKings, full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo. All right, my friends, here we go. How about we take a quick look at uh, any news that has dropped? And please do me a favor. And if I'm chattering and going a million miles an hour and looking at all my different uh, boards here uh, and news drops, somebody in, out, hurt, whatever the case may be, Uh, Please let me know uh, so that we can update that. Uh, Watnabi from the latest news is he is available to play tonight for Toronto, and he's been uh, in their rotation and playing decent basketball. So let's uh, keep an eye on him. Uh, I don't know why they post the information for Thursday when we don't care. DFS is about daily fantasy uh, sports, not tomorrow sports. So we don't know why that is. Um, all the rest of the news is pretty much the same uh, for the Wednesday information. Bryn Forbes questionable. If you're playing Bryn Forbes, then you need a new hobby. Um, Jonathan Isaac ruled out for Wednesday. The news that we need, Joel Embiid questionable. I've got Trey Young is playing, so I think he's going to go. But he is only listed probable, so we'll confirm that. Stinking Rudy Gobert is now on the same plane with Anthony Davis and LeBron. He's listed questionable every single day. So not sure what to think there. Uh, He generally plays when he's listed questionable, but we'll follow that. Uh, One piece of big information is going to be Desmond Bain. It does change things. Uh, for Memphis, we know that it's the first night of a back-to-back, and they have to play in Cleveland tomorrow. They're probably going to need Desmond Bain to guard Donovan Mitchell. So I've got a feeling he's not going to play. So, But uh, that is still a questionable tag, and we'll follow that closely. Uh, Nurk looks like he's going to lace him up tonight uh, for Portland. Another piece of information that's very important, and it's going to be important to my build I, on some of my lineups, is Wendell Carter Jr. is questionable. And if he sits, uh, that brings Mo Wagner into play for me. He's been playing 20, 25 minutes, and we know that Mo Wagner is a point-per-minute guy. He definitely can fill it up, and uh, he may be a great value spot if Carter does sit. Uh, It does bring some other guys into play, but that's the move that I would make. Uh, If Carter plays, then uh, all bets off there. Josh Hart, probable. Romeo Langford, questionable. Um, If other news falls, like I say, I'll be counting on you guys uh, to let me know what it's looking like. All right, let's do a quick uh, look at the ownership. Let's start it that way because it's important today. Uh, There's a lot of split. Usually we've got two or three guys that are 50, 60% owned. I know it's an eight-game slate, you still get usually 35, 40% owned guys where there's huge value or just a a non-passable play that you can't avoid. So uh, we don't have that today, though, thus far. Now, that may change as time goes and people are ruled in and out. But right now, I'm just going to give you a quick, uh, you got to listen, you got to take notes, you got to click on guys, because I'm just going to sort of blow through these. But I will talk about all three, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo!, the projected ownership as of right now, we still have uh, two, a little under two hours until lock, so that will change. But this group is all between 28 and 17 percent, and that's the whole top group of about 18 guys. So here they are: Jalen Noel, which is very interesting; Josh Hart; Trey Jones. Uh, Mr. Zengun, who's definitely price has gone up, but he just keeps perso- uh, performing. Isaiah Joe, Precious Achua, Fox, Barnes, both from SAC. And then we've got Gobert, Herder, Ben Caro, Bridges, uh, Anderson, Conley, Pirtle, and Joel Embiid uh, at the big number, 11-2. That's on DraftKings. Let's take an, a look also on FanDuel. Mr. Jangoon has tipped over the 40% projected ownership mark, and he is the favorite now uh, ownership-wise on FanDuel at 8,300. And you know he, you know the great thing about him is we know his upside. There's no doubt, and it's big. Uh, but he is center only on FanDuel. Something to consider there. Then we've got one of my favorite uh, value plays on the board. Eric Gordon, he's almost at 40% projected ownership. From there, Seth Curry, he'd burned a lot of people last time. I dodged that bullet. I am not a Curry backer. Trey Jones, Sean Chaik, Kenrich Williams, Bridges, Russell, Robert Williams, getting a lot of ownership. Only 5,700 on uh, FanDuel. Very tempting. Um, Brogdon, Barnes, Sabonis, Trent Jr., slow-mo Kyle Anderson, and Mike Conley. And then Anthony Edwards rounds out that top group. And the last one we'll look at is on Yahoo. We've got Eric Gordon, my value play, only 14 bucks. He's lock and load for me tonight with uh, the backcourt being shorthanded for Houston and that over-under being a big number. Then we have Aiton, Ant, Ant. Anthony Edwards, $39, bucks, 3rd highest owned at 27%. Seth Curry again, Van Vliet, Gobert, questionable, but, you know, again, a lot of people expect him to play. Cam Johnson, Keegan Murray, Simons, Achua, Jangoon, Brandon Clark, who's only 16 bucks, nice value there. SGA, 47 big bucks, but he's a monster. K.J. Martin, Kenrich Williams. Chris Paul, and D'Angelo Russell. All right. That gives you a good look at what uh, what we're working with there. Let's see if anybody... Has. Joe K. Let's go, Joe K. What is going on, my friend? I love having a big group in here. This is fun. This is JT taking a break. Justin Timberlake's in here with us, uh, taking a break from tour again. He does that from time to time. We're big fans. We just need a couple more in here. I want to get this up a little bit higher. Uh, All right. Game one. We went over ownership. We talked about injuries a little bit. Now we're going to dive into the games. And it's great not to have this hard stop on the backside to post lineups. I love it. All right. Here we go, my friends. Are we ready? Game one. The Orlando Magic uh, at the Philadelphia 76ers. We remember this from the day before yesterday. It was very strange, but somehow Philadelphia was up 25 to nine somewhere in that neighborhood, if not not uh, the exact number. And they lost by 10, so they're not going to catch a sleeping Philadelphia team here um, because they just uh, Orlando just beat them. So this game is interesting. It, it's a 230 and a half total, but it's at Philly. Philly's favored by nine. We were worried about the blowout last time, and it looked like that's what was going to happen. Is that going to happen this time? I have a tendency to think it may, uh, and that definitely makes this game not my favorite game uh, on the board by any stretch. Obviously, we need the news, but we'll have the news on Joel Embiid. He's listed as questionable. So if he's in, it's it's really a very easy uh, no play for me. Uh, with Harris, Harden in there with Embiid against a team they could blow out. Orlando, I know Orlando just beat them. Uh, just not going to go there. Orlando's 20 and 31, by the way. Philly's 32 and 17. So you know, decent size spread. 230 is not that great of a total today. We've got a lot of totals that surpass that, some by 15, 16 points. So you know, if Embiid does sit though, that brings James Harden. Uh, as a, a must-play for me, it will shift my entire lineup if if Embiid sits for some reason, because I'm gonna have to work hard and in there. But as of right now, I'm not gonna go there. My problem with Orlando is the depth that they're playing. They're obviously you know in the Wimbanyama stakes, they want to get the first pick, they have a ton of young guys, but they're all sharing minutes. You know, Foltz Harris, Wagner, Ben Caro, if Carter plays. Then they've got all that bench with Mo and, uh, you know, uh, Isaac who's out and Okiki's out, but there's still a lot of depth on that squad and they're playing a good eight or nine guys. So, uh, you know, lots of uh, question marks here on, you know, do you take a value play? I'm not going to go there. This is going to be a pass game for me, basically, unless Embiid and Carter sit I may end up with Mo Wagner and James Harden from this game. But other than that, it's going to be a pass. So we'll follow the news, update me as we go. If anything happens uh, while we're in here, and we'll definitely uh, adjust and move forward from there. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Go to game two. How about game two is the Portland Trailblazers at Memphis Grizzlies. Both of these early games are at 7 Eastern, 6 Central, 4 Pacific. The Trailblazers 24 and 26. Grizzlies 32 and 18. Memphis is only a a 5.5 point favorite, and it's a nice 239 total, which is very interesting. Uh, In this game, by the way, Portland is 23rd in pace. Memphis is second. So major pace up for Portland, something to consider there. Uh, Portland is 24th defensively, so that is a plus for the Memphis side. But Memphis is first defensively. So even though it's a major uh, pace up for Portland, it is uh, a real tough spot defensively. And on top of that, Memphis is on the first night of a back-to-back, and they play at Cleveland tomorrow, as mentioned. So not my favorite game. Uh, it looks like it'll be Lillard, Simons, Hart, Grant, Nurkic against Morant. Uh, we don't know if Desmond Bain's going to go or not. Again, my gut thinks he sits. Uh, we know Brooks, Jackson, and Clark, uh, who is a good value, certainly uh, an option there at center. Uh, we'll see who they, they plug in there at the second starting spot for Memphis. If that's a value spot and it's somebody that we're not expecting, then we'll keep an eye on that and plug that in. So having a little exposure here, I think, is probably a good idea. Uh, you know, we know Dylan Brooks can be decent, especially when De- uh, Desmond Bain sits and his price is dirt cheap, but he also can sting you really bad. So there's some risk there. I'd prefer going more to a, a Brandon Clark value or uh if you're going to go on the other side of the ball, maybe a Josh Hart, a uh, decent price. Simons is a decent price. Um, you know, it is a big help if bane sits for, for Damian Lillard and he's been on fire, but I'm just not going to go there. I'm not going to spend up for Lillard or Morant as awesome as they are. Just don't like the feel of it with Portland on a road trip, with Memphis having to go to Cleveland tomorrow night, and with defense being able – Uh, to really be turned up on the Memphis side. So it's going to be more uh, of a pass game for me, uh, waiting on that news from Bain so that maybe we can get a value play in this game. In the first game, by the way, Orlando-Philly, I didn't mention it because it's not real impactful, but for those that want it, uh, Orlando's 14th in pace, Philadelphia 22nd. So again, not exciting as far as rostering. PFS wise, Orlando not that bad considering they're they're not a good team. They're 18th defensively. Philadelphia always in the top five. They are fifth, so just more of a reason to sort of ignore that game. All right, um, let's go to game three. Game three is the Brooklyn Nets 31 and 19 at the Boston Celtics 36 and 15. Boston a pretty healthy nine point favorite. Uh, Only a 224 total. This is the low total on the board. Um, Definitely not a game I'm excited to roster. Brooklyn's 20th and Boston's 18th in pace. Not good for DFS purposes and also not good for DFS purposes. They are seventh and sixth defensive efficient teams in the NBA. So we need to you know, really look at this and decide, do you want to take that that role? Uh, Kyrie Irving, the obvious play, if you go that way, um, you know, he hates Boston. Boston hates him. Boston's going to boom probably every time he touches the ball. That's generally what they do there. You know, but he's not really, you know, there are certain guys that just fold up a little bit and are affected by their surroundings and guys that just get motivated by it. And, and, you know, you got to pick spots for people. Like yesterday, a big part of our key of winning, uh, and it was I talked to Crash a little bit about this before Locke, I decided to go with Hartenstein uh, as my starting center be, just because they were playing the Clippers. And I felt the rookie uh, that was starting was going to feel a little intimidated against LeBron and AD. Hartenstein doesn't care who he's playing. He's one of those mentality guys that you know the better the player good he'll run through the wall to to knock him over so that was sort of the theory there and that's a little bit of the psychological aspect of why I'm not playing Kyrie today I just think that it gets to him a little bit and does it tick him off yes but he's also the kind of guy that if they chirp loud enough and Boston fans man they're rough they are Maybe not Philly fans or New York fans, but they're not far behind him. They're right there, and they're going to give him some serious shit, and he is going to be hearing it and the booing. And I just don't think it's the right setup. Um, that's really my only reasoning. The rest of the squad, Claxton is just so highly priced right now, and Robert Williams is going to play. I think he's a, a future first-team all-defensive player, so I don't want to spend up for Claxton. And I'll tell you, if you put Curry, Harris, O'Neal, any of those guys in there, uh, Watanabe. I think I said he was on Toronto earlier. I meant Brooklyn. I don't know. I, I may have misstated that. But, you know, that is really difficult. Now, yes, Durant, we knows outs, but Simmons and TJ Warren are out. So it's tempting to want to go to those guys. And I know O'Neill's had two decent games in a row, but I just don't think you have to do it. There's other value, those three players – are scary. They can ruin your your lineup. And I'm just not going to go there. So I'm passing on Brooklyn for that reason. And then Boston is just, you know, it makes it difficult. Yes, Marcus Smart is out. So what does that do? Does that make you really fly to a Boston guard? Not for me, because you've got Brogdon White and Jalen Brown, and they're all going to play. They're going to share minutes, but they're going to, you know, relent to Jason Tatum, who's the leader on that squad. You know, he'll grab some Royce O'Neal defense, who's a dog defensively. Uh, Horford, inconsistent Williams, you know, super cheap. Maybe the value play you can play here. Um, that would be the only guy that would have a shot at my lineup. But again, you just don't know how many minutes or what type of activity uh, you're going to get from him. And Claxton is a shot blocker as well. So, you know, I'm just not going to go there. This is going to be my scratch off game. Uh, completely unless Robert Williams at the low salary gets into uh, one of the lineups. But for every other reason, I think that that is uh, a good pass uh, situation. All right. Let me check uh, Discord real quick. Jeff Zerniszewski. How are you, my friend? Jeff, great to have you in here with us, my friend. I hope I didn't smash that name too bad i am from western pennsylvania where everybody is initially that's where i was born and raised and everybody's polish or italian so there's a lot of ski names so uh Shri- is the best i can get so hopefully that's right my man jeff but thanks for joining us as well i am going to give away a second ticket i do Doug L., i know brogdon can be an absolute monster but man, that's a lot of shared usage uh, with you know not just with White and Brown in the back court, but with Tatum and, and Williams and everybody in there. So I get it, but I'm just not going to dive into it. All right, our second ticket again. If I call your name, jump on uh, Discord. Or, I'm sorry, on Twitter, and uh, we're at DFS Coach Talk, and just uh, DM me your PayPal email, and we'll get that ticket out to you. The winner of ticket number two is Todd lives for Sundays. How about that? My man, Todd, he hasn't won in a while, but he's won now. So congratulations, Todd. Um, Okay, go ahead with the Polish jokes. He just posted that right after he's the winner. So uh, we're not going to do any Polish jokes because my three kids are half Polish. So... I can't make Polish jokes about my own kids. Uh, And the half Polish did not come from me, just for the record. Uh, I will state that, but that's cool. All right, man, here we go. The next game on the docket, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets. And guess what? This is my favorite game on the board. And it's not the highest score. I like this game a lot. And uh, well, I, I should say it's tied. I have this game in Sacramento, San Antonio as my two favorite games. It's the Thunder 24 and 26. Still, just I, I shout out uh, that team all the time because I think that the Dagnalt's done the best job of any coach in the league. Uh, maybe the Memphis coach uh, Jenkins is right with him. Houston, though, 12 and 38, definitely. in the Wembenyama. Can you imagine Wembenyama with the youngsters that they have? Green and Porter and Smith and Zangoon. To be a Rockets fan in the future could be huge because don't forget, nobody's talking about it anymore that much because it was a big fuss at the beginning. Wembenyama's the best player that I've seen come out in the NBA draft since LeBron James. I'm serious. He's that good. He's a knockdown three-point shooter, 7'4", with a wingspan of insanity, and he can do everything. He can handle the ball, finish, rebound. I mean, I'm telling you, this is the guy that you want to target everything at getting if you're in the NBA, and I think that's what Houston's trying to do. So we'll find out if they can do it. We know Green and Porter are out for Houston. We've talked about that, and that's what changes the whole mix there. Dort, Pogachevsky, and JRE are out for Oklahoma City. OKC is a six and a half point road favorite hats off to OKC I don't think I've said those words OKC a six and a half point road favorite like maybe since the big boys were there Harden and Durant and and Westbrook for crying out loud Uh, it is a 232 and a half number so it's a decent number looks like it's going to be SGA Giddy Wiggins uh, Jalen Williams uh, with J-A-L-E-N, not J-A-Y, the J-A-L, who's the better Williams. And then Kenrich Williams, who I like Kenrich Williams. I've always, he's a sneaky little fill-in guy that can get it done for you. Uh, then it looks like uh, Houston may go with Knicks, Gordon, Martin, Jabari Smith, and Jengun. I think J- Jengun is wildly popular, and he deserves to be. But his price is way up, so you got to consider it. Price-wise, but I think he's a great play, probably the top play on Houston today. I love Eric Gordon. I know people say, why Eric Gordon? Well, he's not afraid to get up shots. And when there's not many shooters in here, Knicks isn't going to shoot it that much. The guys coming off the bench, K.J. Martin, he's an inside dunker. Jabari Smith, you know, more of a mid-level interior player. I mean, Jengun's going to get a bunch of shots up, and I think Eric Gordon gets a bunch of shots up. I love this game. I like both of those players uh, here on the Houston side. Uh, That's really where I'm going to focus. On the OKC side, you know, I've got to make some decisions. I have to see what's going to happen here. SGA certainly a tremendous play today. Uh, I don't think he's getting the ownership he deserves. He is really a strong play. As of right now, he's not in my build because I'm going with a couple of other studs that I'll talk about here shortly, but it could change. He's right on that bubble. Uh, he's the kind of guy that could lead the slate in DFS points. So we have to be, you know, really watch that. Lots of value here on the OKC side, and you can't get a better matchup than Houston. Uh, in this game, uh, OKC is fourth in pace, uh, Houston is 13th. And then defensively, OKC a reasonable 11th. Houston's third worst in the league. So, if you're not going to pay up for SGA, Giddy's certainly a mid-level price guy that's worth it. After that, it's it's value city. You know, big bargain here. Aaron Williams, Williams Jalen Williams, J A L E N Williams, that is, and Kenrich Williams. I think those guys are all playable commodities. I really do. Uh, not more than one of them, probably. Uh, maybe two at the very most, but you really are are uh, shaking it loose. I would say if you're going to play SGA, pl- play one of the value guys, come back with Gordon and Jangoon on the other side. If you want to make this your key key game of the day. And I'll have a good chunk of my exposure to this Thunder-Rockets game and then the Sacramento-San Antonio game later. Those will be two two key plays for me. So uh, in uh, I think this game uh, is gonna be uh, stuff that you have to have. Uh, you have to have exposure to this game, I think, to, to cash or, or crush it. A couple things. Rico Harris, Rico, how are you, my friend? Awesome to have you in here with us. Doug L with the super chat. All right, Doug L. thank you, my friend. Um, remember, all of our, every single penny, Of anybody that uh, super chats us and donates, it all goes to charity. And uh, we have a charity chosen. Uh, We don't for February. How about that? So here we go. This is part of awesome part about being in a live podcast. We've got a lot of people in here. So uh, since we have a new day, new month today, and we have not chosen the charity, Everybody that's in here, if you have a favorite charity, let's put it in chat and we will choose our uh, charity for the month. So anything that goes in as a Super Chat, all of February will go to the charity that we select from one of our wonderful listeners or members here uh, today. So definitely throw that in there. And thank you so much, Doug. I would have not even thought about it. Don't forget, if you want to try us out and you're listening you haven't been a member here, why not now? Three bucks for three days, and you just go to dfscoachtalk.com. I will put that right now into the chat so that we have that uh, for anybody that wants to check us out, Um, and then just choose the the three-day. Uh, three bucks, and we'll get you a nice little bankroll to work with and, and go from there. Rico Harris recommends the Boys and Girls Club. You know, I, I played and then coached a lot in the Boys and Girls Club uh, as I was growing up. So we are sold. Easy sell, Rico. You're the first one to respond. I love that charity. So anything that goes in as a super chat in the month of Feb- February goes to the Boys and Girls Club Uh, they are fantastic. All right. We continue forward. Uh, We get to the next game. Uh, Now it's an 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, as is that Oklahoma City and Houston game. And then the Sacramento San Antonio game is also at 8. So we have 3, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central, uh, 5 Pacific. All right golden state 26 and 24 minnesota 27 and 26 golden state the fastest team in the league minnesota the fifth fastest team in the league so that uh, definitely gets your attention golden state only 16th defensively is surprising and uh minnesota 10th not a lot of people would expect minnesota to be better defensively than golden state but that is the case as of now, there's no crazy news from Coach Kerr. Looks like maybe tomorrow night may be the night he sits everybody in Denver in the elevation. But as of now, it's the regulars. Curry, Poole, Thompson, Wiggins, Green. And then uh, Iguodala is out for Minnesota. It looks like it's going to be Russell Edwards, McDaniels, Anderson, and then probably Gobert. He's listed questionable. If not, Nas Reed will step into that spot and then become certainly an option, a value option, but, you know, so far, Gobert's been playing when he's listed questionable, and we'll assume that that's the click of the case. Forbes and Prince, also questionable for Minnesota. McLaughlin and Cat, obviously, out. So, we've got a lot of pace, decent defense here, and we've got a nice big 238 total. Um, You're going to be surprised here. This isn't my top game Uh, or in the top two, as I mentioned. And I think it's going to be super popular. Uh, People are going to go to Curry like crazy. I think you're going to see, you know, some clay and Draymond uh, because, you know, Minnesota definitely plays fast enough and is not, you know, the best defensive team, although they're 10th, which is respectable, but that depends if Gobert's in or not. Um, I get it on Golden State. I don't blame you. But I just don't want to pay the price for Poole. Don't quite trust Thompson. I know Clay's been getting 20 plus shots up a game. It's just, again, I just am not in the Clay camp just yet. Uh, Wiggins, sporadic. Draymond, a little better since he's been playing, starting at center since they benched Looney. Uh, I do think Kerr has the best lineup. I like the Kerr, Pull Thompson, Wiggins, Green lineup better. Uh, but you know, green could be a decent play. Again, if Gobert's in or not will affect some of that also. But I'm not going there. Uh, I don't blame you if you do. On the Minnesota side, I have uh my favorite pay up uh guy on the slate. I have two of them equal. Ant Edwards. Anthony Edwards is playing great basketball. I like him against the fastest-paced team in the league. I'm not afraid to pay his money. I think that. The fact that his price is so high now is scaring people a lot. On DraftKings, he's 9.8. On FanDuel, he's 9. I can't see. i got to go look under the glasses to see. He's 9.5. So, yeah, it's it's bad being old. And then on Yahoo, he's 39 bucks. So I like the fact that he's a little pricey. And I like the fact that he's a little pricey because I don't want the ownership to be I think he's got a fantastic chance to be a top three score on this entire slate, uh, bar nobody. And I just, I'm really high on Ant tonight. I like him against Golden State, and uh, I think he's going to light it up. I think he's going to be motivated to play against, you know, some of his heroes in, uh, you know, certainly in um, Steph and Clay and company. So I am on the Ant train today, and I know... Couple of podcasts ago, I was whining about him because he's—you do—I mean, he does take some games and plays off at times. I just don't think it happens tonight. He's—he's he's playing great. He's healthy, and I like the pace and team he's going against. So, that is a big focus uh, for me today for sure. All right. Uh, other than that, in that game, you know, slow mo maybe a decent play. Uh, He's really can stuff the stat sheet at times. Uh, Not sure I'm going to go there, Uh, but that's really what I'm looking at. Again, if Nas Reed starts, if Gobert sits, certainly uh, a capable value play that you can go with because he'll get decent minutes, but uh, I expect Gobert to play personally. All right, let's get on to the next one. It is the last game at that 8 o'clock time frame, and then we have a 9 and a 10 Eastern game to finish the slate. It's so the Sacramento Kings and San Antonio Spurs. Sacramento's 28-21. The Spurs are 14-37. and uh, Sacramento a 7.5-point road favorite, which isn't bad. Nice 244 number. So we do have a winner from Vegas, and it is the 244 total of the San Antonio Spurs and Sacramento Kings. I do love this game as well for good reason. They are 6th and 7th as far as pace. Gotta love that. And they are 21st and 30th. Spurs dead last defensive efficient team in the league. You know, again, how do you not have exposure to this game and expect to take anything down? I just think you got to suck it up expect that OKC Houston and the Sacramento San Antonio games to be key components of your build and I'll probably have two-thirds of my lineup maybe three quarters whatever somewhere in there uh, built from these two games I just think it's it's you know obvious sometimes it is sometimes it isn't tonight I think it is pretty obvious no injuries for Sacramento. Richardson probable for the Spurs, Vassell out, and Langford questionable. Who do I like here? Well, my other favorite pay-up play of the day is Demonis Sabonis. I'm going with Sabonis at center. Uh, come hell or high water, I'm expecting Ant and Sabonis at fairly low uh, ownership compared to uh, some of these other chalk guys and some of the other payup guys. So uh, now Ant's getting, you know... A lot more. I, I shouldn't say he's not as popular. I mean, 20-some, 25% or so, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, but, you know, Sabonis, I think because he's so pricey, uh, not getting the love uh, that I think he should get. I think he's going to smash tonight. It's a smash spot against a terrible defensive team. Uh, they are pathetic. So not going to read you all the stats, just going to continue to, uh, drive that home. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Game time decision Wednesday. Well, thanks for nothing. I appreciate that update. Uh, it's like getting no update whatsoever. So we'll keep an eye on that to see if we, uh, can get a little Mo Wagner, uh, uh you know, value if he sits, but it's not looking promising. I would think they would have usually when he's hurt, they get him out of there sooner than that. So he may very well play. Um, all right, so back to that game. Again, I you know I'm going uh, Sabonis, all in, 100% own, owned, and I believe that he's going to have a big game against this San Antonio front court. Um, as far as the secondary play, I like either the value of Harrison Barnes or Keegan Murray. Either guy I think is a great play. Kevin Herter, not bad either. Don't have the cash to buy up to Fox. Don't want. All the chips in with Fox and Sabonis. So more than likely a Sabonis and one of the value plays. Probably rank a Murray-Barnes herder at this point. For the Spurs, I like the point guard here. I like Trey Jones. I, I love the the pace uh, that Sacramento plays at. Uh, and I just think it's a great spot for Trey. He's cheap uh, for the minutes he's getting. I expect him in, you know, 30, low 30s minutes. Uh, I think he's, again, you can't get a much better spot uh, for a real good value. And, you know, again, it's I'm, you're not going to get, you know, the top eight performers on the entire slate with your picks. You've got to, you know, if you're going to buy up for the Sabonis and Edwards, you've got to find some value in guys like uh, a Trey Jones or an Eric Gordon or, or guys like that. So that's always what I'm going to throw forward here is the reality of it. Everybody can jump on here and say, like, you know, I love Sabonis and uh, Keldon Johnson here. I love uh, Ant, D'Angelo, Russell, Curry, and, you know, it's just it's that's not real. So we're, we're, we're real here at Coach Talk. We, we're going to help you build uh, what you need to build, and we're going to build it within the constraints of, unfortunately, uh, you know, salaries. And that's part of uh, the fun of DFS and figuring out how to build those winning teams. Um, I, yeah, Keldon Johnson, Doug L is a, definitely a commodity that I've looked at. Uh, not crazy about the price, but certainly if I was going to go to a second guy out of the entire San Antonio team with Jones, it would be Keldon Johnson. Um, I had said, you know, quite often when Vassell set sits, play Johnson, well, vassel has been out for a while, uh, and Keldon's really... Uh, come into his own uh, as far as you know taking over the leadership of the team. However, the rookie Jeremy Sokan has also played really well and is getting monster minutes. What a shocking pick that was to be a successful player in the draft, somebody that I didn't think was a great draft pick, and he's proven me wrong. He's played great. So Jones Johnson Sokan would be the San Antonio side uh, of the coin here. All right, 9 p.m. We've got the Toronto Raptors 23 and 29 against the Utah Jazz that are 500. They're 26 and 26. Ananobi's out because they're trying desperately to trade him, and I expect him to be moved soon. Uh, You know, we've got to start following this news, too. We're getting closer to the deadline for the NBA trade deadline and the All-Star break. That's when we have historically like five years going uh, the week or two before the NBA trade deadline and like the week after as everybody's adjusting and moving around that like three week span has, and we historically keep everything here at coach talk that's been other than the playoffs, our regular season hottest spot of the the, uh, season because I think other people aren't adjusting. They can't just throw everything into An optimizer spit out the lineup and just play that lineup and feel as good about it because all those parts have shifted. There's different combinations, different usage. You know, we look at all those aspects of things here at Coach Talk when we're building those lineups for you. So that is something you want to definitely uh, follow. This is a great time to be a part of what we're doing because we're getting close to that time frame. And again, that is our highest win percentage uh, in the low 70s over the last five years. So uh, definitely you are here at the right time of the year. All right. uh, As far as pace here, Toronto slow at 24, Utah 12th. Defensively, though, not good. Toronto 19th, one of the worst defensive Nick Nurse teams. He wants to blow this team up. From what I've heard, I think a bunch of these guys go. I think Van Vleet goes. I think, Ananobi, you know, a couple other guys as well. So we will see. Uh, on the Utah side, they are 25th. So considering they were a top 10 team when they got off to off to that fast start, they have gone down here qu- hill quickly. Looks like it'll be Van Vliet, Trent, Barnes, Siakam, and Achua against Conley, Clarkson, Marken, and Olin Olinik, who's back, and Walker Kessler, who's been a pleasant surprise as well. Uh, It becomes a couple of things. Josh Hart available to play Wednesday. Okay, so that makes him definitely more playable. We'll talk about him shortly. Um, You can't play everybody, and again, I'm going to build two-thirds or three-quarters of my team from two of the games, and this game gets lost in the shuffle. I don't think it's a terrible game. 230 is not the worst total, but, you know, it's just hard. Uh, You know, Mike Conley's my favorite play out of this game. I, I have not played Conley much, but he's dirt cheap. And if I go with Trey Jones and Mike Conley as my point guards, it saves me enough money to get to where I need to be in my other spots. It allows me not, you know, just to play Edward Sabonis and then have to just dump everybody else. I still can get to the Jenguns or a, or a Socan, uh, you know, uh maybe even um, a Keegan Murray. He's cheaper uh, as well. Um, Guys like that. You know, I think you can mix them in there by, uh, you know, saving a little bit of money here and get guys, you know, all my guys that I'm playing today, I expect to play 30 plus minutes. That's one of the things I look at when I'm building a lineup. Uh, Minutes equal money in my mind. I think we need uh, really to put... You know, you got to put guys in there. They're going to get the big minutes. It's that simple. Uh, I do want to say hello to a few people in chat. Uh, Damo, D-A-M-O, what's up, man? I don't remember seeing you in here. Might be your first time uh, exposed to Coach Talk. So we really do appreciate you and welcome it to the family. Uh, Love to have you in here with us. Also, wild style uh, Zederation, federation, (laughs) I'm the worst at that, man. I'm the one that called Todd lives for Sundays, Todd live for Sunday. So wild style Z federation. There we go. How's that, man? Um, He likes precious and Van Vliet. Yeah, I get it. You know, they are showcasing Van Vliet because they want to move. him. So not the worst play. He's just costly, but not, you know, price is a little bit better on some of the sites. Certainly a consideration precious as a cheap, Cheaper, uh, big. He has certainly uh, paid off his price a lot of times. So um, I, I'm with you. I, I think that neither. I don't think either one of those are bad. You just again, you can't play everybody. Uh, Doug L looks like a Doug W man. Uh, Gordon and Trey Jones are are two of my key plays tonight as well. Um, yes, double D. I do think minutes equal money, and you know if it's close for me, and I'm going to get a guy of twenty to 25 minutes that has a higher projection, and I get a guy 30 to 33 minutes that I think has a decent ceiling, just not projecting as well, I like to go to the better minutes. A lot of it has to do with matchup, defensive efficient teams, pace, all of those things. But I do like, I have a tendency, I feel better when I know that my whole squad out there, I can sit back and say, these guys are going to get 30 to 40 minutes across the board uh, and, you know, give you a run. The ball can bounce your way. It happens. I mean, you can be standing out there and uh ball hits you in the head and you catch it. So it can happen. No doubt about that. All right. Um, let's continue forward. So, great. Welcome to the family, guys. And let's give away the third ticket right now. Let's push the button, give away the third ticket. We still got a little ways to go here. And, uh, don't want to cut that short. So the winner of the third ticket, I'm going to push the button. It is one of our new people. I mean, I, I swear to you, I hit this and it's random and it just grabs somebody in there. So Damo, you are pretty Damo lucky. And I, you know, I'm a, I have a lot of good comedian lines that I can just, you know, pull up there. No, my kids tell me I'm absolutely not funny at all, but I think it's hilarious. So Damo, welcome to the family. Boom, you got a ticket. If you just joined and didn't hear earlier, if you go to Twitter at DFS Coach Talk and just DM me your PayPal email, we'll send you that ticket so you can get some action on tonight's games. So there we go. Three winners down, one winner to go. And uh, we've got another game that we want to tackle here. And it is... Uh, the last game on the slate, Atlanta Hawks, who have fallen below 500 at 25 and 26. Phoenix barely over 500, but they've been crippled with injuries most of the year. They're 27 and 25, certainly not what people expected. Uh, Phoenix favored by one. So this is basically a toss up game uh, 232 and a half total, which is wonderful. Nice little total. Certainly not the 244 that we got on the other game, but still very reasonable. So how much exposure here are are we going to have? Well, guess what? I don't think I'm going to have any. And it sucks. I know people say, well, you don't want that last game. It's an hour after every other game. And then you got to sit. You know what? If, If you're new to us or if you heard me say this a million times, you have to check everything at the door when you do DFS. Don't look at the times of the game you know you got to follow news throughout obviously throughout the night if there are any changes but don't let the time of the game affect you it doesn't matter in dfs if it's if you play all the guys in the first game all the guys in the last game whatever that doesn't affect it, that makes no effect for dfs it's yeah it's nice to be able to root and say you have this guy that guy but that's in the long run it's going to sting you trust me you know if the game's a tv game i have a tendency to fade it more because it's going to get extra ownership everybody wants to watch their players root form so just you know the common sense things of being a long-term dfs winner you just can't let those things get to you obviously you know check it at the door there's been times i play luca times that luca's a dead fade and i'm a mass fan luca's my favorite player so you just check all that stuff. i know this is redundant for people and the pros that are are in here it's like what but some people just need to hear that because they'll be between two or three guys and they're going to they'll say, oh, I'll take a late game guy. So I have somebody in that late game just as the differentiator. Don't let that you know be the fact. Let it be the projections, whatever you're pulling from your optimizer or personal uh, lineups or if you're in our discord, our members lineups, that's the way you want to go. So off my soapbox there. Trey Young is going to play, in my opinion. He's probable. I think he's in. That definitely just punches DeJounte Murray right in the you know what, because he's such a great play when Trey sits. We all see that every time. But when he's back, it's tough because uh, they split usage. There's no question about it. And they're both expensive. Uh, so I'm not going to go there. Uh, I do, even though Phoenix's defense doesn't show that it's very good. You know, Paul Bridges, Craig, and those guys can defend. And so I'm not going. I'm passing on Atlanta. Uh, I don't believe in Capel anymore. I hate John Collins. And as Deb and I will tell you, DeAndre Hunter is dead to us. I know I just preached about forgetting about everything else, take this game. I don't care DeAndre Hunter's dead to us. We had takedowns all over the board, and he ran around the court like – uh. Chicken with his head cut off, just running the corners, doing nothing. And I hate him. But I I just don't like the matchup either for them. So Atlanta's a pass. Unless Trey miraculously sits, then DeJounte Murray's got to be in there. If not, pass. Chris Paul's real popular because his price isn't up that high. I'm not going to quite go there. I do respect DeJounte Murray defense. I think he guards him. He's a stud. Now, if it gets flipped around and Trey has to guard him, and DeJounte guards Mikhail Bridges, then I'm going to be uh, chewing my nails off because I think he may just crush him. So um, I think we need to uh, keep an eye on the news, keep an eye out on everything in Discord if you're a Coach Talk member because that could shift some things. But as of right now, I'm not going to look uh, to go there. I think uh, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson – Decent place. The price is not bad, especially on Cam. I think that value is playable uh, without question. Not going to go to the Tory Craig thing. I know he hits some threes and different stuff. I don't like him. And, uh, you know, eight and against the Capella, a fresh Akongu, and Collins, just the bigs inside, not to play for me. So very little exposure, if any, may be a value spot in the last game, but that is it for me. All right, uh, I think that breaks it down. Let me see any uh, any other. I d- I do think SGA is a great play. I don't know if I can afford them, but it's possible. I agree with you. Ant and Sabonis, my top two favorite buy ups. Um, you know, any other questions from anybody in here before we give away that last ticket? That are that's all eight games. A complete breakdown. Um, And I think, I don't know if I mentioned it in that last game, Atlanta's ninth in pace. Phoenix is 21st. And defensive efficiency-wise, Atlanta 20th. But Phoenix is ninth. So even though uh, they're only 500, they are in the top 10 defensively. Uh, Zach Collins on FanDuel, not going to go there, Doug, just because we have enough value. And then more value is going to open. I think that it's gonna give us spots that we don't have to really, uh, you know, shake in our boots about that. So um, any other questions for the last ticket we're gonna give away here? You are welcome, Todd, and great to hear that you're feeling better, man. Ty, how you doing, man? Uh, thanks for, for being in here with us. All right, the last ticket, and then I'll let you get on your way and I'm gonna start working on lineups for our family. We've got Crash tomorrow. If he's feeling better, hopefully he is. Uh and then uh Deb, I know she sells out, the fills the room all the time. Everybody loves Deb's uh breakdown on the Friday slate. She'll be here uh for sure. All right, the winner of the third and our fourth ticket, or actually five. We gave one to away to Lanny uh as well. So it, we're ticket giveaways, Emerson baby gap shirt. How the heck, he? Emerson coach, he got some prize pick faves. He makes a comment, I hit the randomizer button, it goes right to, to him, and Emerson's baby gap shirt wins the fourth ticket on the buzzer. That was like within one second of me hitting that randomizer, so pretty wild, man. So congratulations to all of our winners. Uh, again, uh, jump on a Twitter, at DFS Coach Talk. Please like and retweet our stuff. We appreciate all of you. Love that we had a big group in here today. Uh, appreciate uh, all of our family in here. DFS Coach Talk, as you can see there, three days, three bucks. Give us a try, and uh, we would love to have you. So thank you so much. Enjoy the basketball games tonight. I know that I will for sure. Uh, you guys are the best. And uh, appreciate all of you, man. Uh, Love you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for Crash Friday, Deb. I'll be back with you uh, like in a week or so with I'm still sporadically coming in and out uh, on the podcast. But I'll jump in there with Deb and then uh, try to get in there with Crash as well. So thank you, everybody. Have a great day. And we'll be back tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS.